Welcome in, everybody. Time for another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast each and every week. It's been a little while since we've uh, done one of these. Summertime's a little bit slower for us, and obviously not as many games and things going on, but we are ready to get cracking on a high school football season that we hope, we're, we're fingers crossed, is going to be much more like a regular high school football season. Uh, no, hopefully no cancellations or, or at least a lot fewer cancellations. None of this split season back to having a playoff uh, system back to a, a much more sense of normalcy. Uh, before we get there though, we've got a lot of, uh, of getting ready to do. And as you've seen on WSN in the last uh, week or so, we've been really busy with player rankings, cranking out uh, offense last week, starting on defense this week. And we're going to talk with one of our highly ranked players in this senior class, in this class of 2022, which is shaping up to be a really talented class. Our top ranked running back in the class of 2022, Ellsworth senior Max Grand, joining us now on the WSN podcast to chat a little bit about his season last year, his season coming up, and what recruiting has been like during this crazy time. So Max, appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule to join us here on the WSN podcast. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Well, we're going to get into a, a number of topics, as as we said. But before we kind of go forward or look forward, I want to look back and, and look back at last year specifically. Uh, you guys ended up having a great fall season. You won a perfect eight and zero. Ended up ranked number one in our final Wisports.net coaches poll. Um, but you know, coming into the year, I'm sure you guys had expectations, but. You're coming off a year in, in 2019, you were five and four. You know, you had a nice season rushing for a thousand yards as a sophomore, but what were you thinking? What were expectations? What were, you know, goals for your team heading into that 2020 season last fall? So heading into the fall season last year, um, we were coming, you know, right off of the COVID uh, outbreak. So we were all kind of just on edge, you know, going into the season and we all had hopes, you know, to, um, at least do better than we did the year before. And we had all worked really hard during the summer and gotten our individual work since we couldn't, you know, work together in the weight room as much. Um, we still had high hopes for ourselves and we, we set the bar really high. And I think that's what really did it for us. And that's kind of why I think we did as well as we did. Um, we went into the season, um, we won our first two games. And, you know, after that, it was kind of all downhill. We just kept going one week at a time and, you know, that's how the season ended with an 8-0 season. So I think it went really well. What were some of the, the biggest challenges you felt like you guys had to deal with with all of the things going on, with the COVID restrictions, with protocols, guidelines, all those different things? What were the biggest challenges that, that you guys had to deal with? So I think one of the biggest challenges um, was the fact that we didn't know week to week if certain players were going to be healthy or if – um, certain players were going to be contact traced and, you know, in a season where in a, in a sport where, you know, you got to rely on having certain guys and um, to go through a season, um, it was really kind of stressful and it was kind of, it was a little hard to, to kind of know what, how the season was going to go um, game by game, week by week. So uh, I think that was the biggest challenge was just knowing who um, was going to play. And, you know, we had a lot of guys for some games that were, that had to sit out due to COVID. And I think that was definitely one of the bigger challenges for sure. 
so you were again you were coming off uh, individually a pretty successful season as a sophomore went for over a thousand yards that year 14 touchdowns but you were even better last year in, in six games over a thousand yards averaged almost a 170 yards a game 16 touchdowns so what's an encore for you what's a senior year look like for you uh that you know would just be a great way to, to cap things off you know um i have been you know, working really hard with my guys. Um, everybody's been working really hard, putting a lot of hard work in. Um, for me personally, I would, um, you know, I'd like to always do better than I did last, the year before. So um, that's that goes for, I mean, even since middle school for me. But, um, you know, working hard with my with my teammates in the offseason, I'm really looking, uh, things are looking really bright for us this fall. So I'm hoping to do a better, you know, put up better numbers than I did last year and, uh, with the guys we have, I think that's very possible. So we'll see how things go. And um, I'll just be happy if we keep getting W's and hopefully make it to state. Unlike uh, last year, we weren't able to. So that'll be the biggest thing for me. So so one more uh, question as we look back, and we're talking with Max Grand, a senior at Ellsworth High School, outstanding uh, running back, also played some defense last year for, uh, for the Panthers. Um, what do you look back at last year? How do you how do you assess last year? Obviously, no playoffs, but you go undefeated. You finish number one in the coaches' poll. As you look back, what what does it all mean compared to maybe what a normal year would be? Right. Um, last year, it it really was. It had a different feel to it, and um, even though we did go eight zero, it kind of felt a little empty because we weren't able to. Uh, we had a couple seniors. We actually had a few seniors who I'm sure would have loved to make a really deep playoff run, maybe even make it to state. And we were obviously unable to. So, um, you know, it was, it was, we kind of have a feeling like we have some unfinished business coming into this fall. So my, being my senior year, I've kind of taken up that leadership spot a little bit and, um, you know, talked to the freshmen, talked to the sophomores and the underclassmen a little bit and um, gotten those guys in the weight room. We're, we're all working together now for this, for this fall season. Hopefully we can, you know, have it, feel a little bit more special and kind of um, finish things out on a positive note. Unlike last year, we where we could have probably, you know, made a deep playoff run and possibly state. So how do you recognize last year? Like what, what does Ellsworth do or what did Ellsworth do to recognize last year without a, a gold ball, a silver ball, you know, all those different things that come with a normal playoff run. What, like, what did you guys do to actually recognize what you accomplished together? You know, we we all got kind of got together after COVID kind of um, got a little bit quieter. And we um, we, we kind of all sat down. We were like, well, we have some unfinished business to do. So um, we we really do. We kind of got started for this fall. We really didn't um, celebrate too much with being number one in the state um, or anything like that. But we kind of were like we were not done. So we still have we still have more work to do. We still have, you know hopefully 14 games to play this coming fall. And then, you know, this talk happened earlier in the spring. So uh, we all have been working hard and now we're looking to make a deep 14, hopefully 14 game run this fall. So uh, we've, we've talked with some uh, players over the, uh, the, the course of the last 18 months about what their experience has been like. Um, and also specifically as it comes to college recruiting, now, obviously a very different time where colleges were essentially shut down for visits and, and camps and, and all those things last year. Um, 
what has your experience been like? What have you been able to do? What have you tried to do to fill in some of those gaps? And then obviously when things opened up, uh, essentially uh, June 1st, many of the colleges were able to hold in-person camps, do visits, things like that. What, what has this experience been like for you over the last 18 months trying to navigate your way to play college football? It has been uh, really fun, I will say. Um, a little bit hectic, um, but it has been a lot of fun. Um, I Coming into the spring, I was kind of looking forward to that um, that when the dead period would end so that way I could get to coach or get to camps, you know, talk to coaches, et cetera. But, um, it was, it was very, it was very busy. I had a very busy June with, um, different camps. I was kind of all over the Midwest, um, visiting schools, talking to call or talking to coaches. Um, but the last 18 months have been kind of, um, it's kind of like at the beginning, it really ramped up a lot. Um, since I was unable to go to um, camps last year, last summer. So, you know, things kind of like jump started a little bit and I had to kind of skip some of that um, where you kind of meet people and you get to know people. I had to kind of, you know, pick a certain amount of schools and kind of just go with that and not really, you know, broaden broaden my, you know, my where I'm looking at going potentially. So I think that was really the biggest thing for me was just kind of looking at different schools and hopefully trying to find the right one and then trying to spend as much time at each one, which was um, a little difficult with COVID and all that kind of stuff. So um, definitely that was for sure. We, we had some updates on you that we uh, provided in our player rankings that were published last week, but just kind of give us an update where things stand, the schools that are, you know, showing the most attention, the offers that you have. And I imagine like many players in your position, a lot of schools are saying, Hey, we want to see you, you know, first three weeks, see how you do, and, you know, get a better feel for you with all of the limitations that we've had in the last uh, last year or so? Yeah, um, the schools right now that I'm kind of talking to, um, I've had a few D1 FBS schools. They have kind of said, we want to see your first three weeks. And um, that's kind of driven me a lot, actually, to, you know, work as hard as I possibly can. So that way I will get hopefully get an opportunity to, you know, show them what I'm capable of in these first three and all of the games this fall. Um, right now with the offers I have, um, I am very, I, I wouldn't say I'm comfortable with where I'm at, but I am definitely um, looking forward to showing everybody what I can, what I can do to come in this fall and what our team is capable of doing as well. We'd be remiss if we didn't uh, also mention and, and acknowledge the success that you had on the track this uh, this spring and into the summer with the WI State Track and Field Championships pushed back a little bit. A couple uh, relays that you were part of that were state championship relays maybe impacted some of your football recruiting that you would have liked to have done a little bit, but that had to have been a really fun experience to get back out, back out on the track and, uh, and win a couple gold medals with some teammates. It definitely was uh, 100%. Uh, we definitely, um, you know, Shane Lang, I will say, a senior last year, um, was unable to, I mean, we were hoping to get to a deep playoff run and potentially state and just getting out there and running with him and knowing that he was able to, you know, kind of fulfill that almost, it's almost to replace it a little bit with another state championship, but at a different sport. So, I mean, it was really fun to see, um, and fun to be around. I mean, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun, but um, it was definitely good to see all those guys, you know, work hard during the track season and see where that took us. And it was um, obviously it took us to the state championship. So 
yeah, I think it went really well. So you're you're looking forward to getting back to normal, getting back to uh, a successful football season again. Uh, 14 games is the goal, right? What's the biggest Absolutely. thing that, that that Ellsworth needs to do to take care of that, to reach that goal? I think the biggest thing for us is that we need to, um, you know, come together as a team and just take each game like it's the last one, like it's the state championship. And um, we got a really good matchup, our first game against Superior. Um, they're D1. And, um, you know, we're not really going to – we're not – you know, taking it lightly just because it's a non-conference game. But I think that'll be a big marker for us to see how the rest of the season is going to go. And um, hopefully we'll go 0-1 or 1-0, uh, sorry. Um, but, you know, definitely I think the camaraderie and just how we all get along together. Um, if we continue to, you know, s stay together and, and fight through each week, I think that'll, that'll take us a long ways. Well, Max, it was good to catch up. Got a chance to chat with you briefly at some uh, different things this year, the WFCA Combine, and um, had a chance to see you, uh, you know, at that and, and put on a good show. So hopefully we'll get a chance to catch up again down the road. Hopefully uh, we'll be seeing Ellsworth make a nice uh, playoff run and then make it down to Camp Randall. So, again, Max, appreciate you taking some time with us today, and best of luck on this season. Thank you, Travis. I appreciate it. And our next guest on the WSN podcast this week, another rising senior heading into his final year at, uh, at, at Wanakee High School as the quarterback there, Quinton Keene, who took over a couple years ago as a starter, put up big numbers last year, helping the Warriors through an undefeated season in the abbreviated spring schedule. Quinton, thanks for joining us today on the WSN podcast. How things, uh, how things going over in Wanakee? Uh, they're going great. Um, we're working hard. We're excited for the season and, uh, just excited to finally get back to competing for a state title. And, you know, last year we didn't get the opportunity to, and we thought we had a team that was capable of getting there. And we're just excited to have that opportunity presented for us this year again. Well, let's look back on uh, not just last year's team at Wanakee, but a couple years ago as well. You had quite a, uh, quite an exciting first varsity experience stepping in kind of late in the year when Caden Nelson got hurt and, uh, Serving as the quarterback as the Warriors made it all the way to the Division II state championship game. Unfortunately, coming up just short in a heartbreaker. A great game, though, at least for a fan. Obviously, uh, probably not for, for you guys, but 31-30, uh, I believe, was the final score to Brookfield East in 2019, that Division II state championship game. Take us back to then. You're, you're a sophomore. You know, young kid coming in, late in the year stepping in. What was that experience like, and, and what were some of the challenges that you faced during that run and, and getting the Warriors to a state championship game? Um, it was tough for sure. I mean, you're playing, you know, I was during the regular season stepping in the second half and, you know, blowout games and getting chances then. But, I mean, it's certainly different, obviously, when you're playing state championship caliber teams down the stretch. And, you know, I was just excited to finally get to play. So the nerves were not really there because, you know, I was playing with house money. You know, I didn't really feel any pressure because there was no expectations for me. I was kind of an unknown. And, I felt like I could do my job and, you know, with the players around us that they were going to help me out. And, you know, I was in a great position to succeed and I just did the easy part. They did all the, they did all the work. Well, after that uh, run to the state championship game in, in your sophomore year, both you and Caden Nelson were coming back the following year. And ultimately it worked out very well where he moved to running back, had a great year. You were the starting quarterback, had a great year, but what kind of went into that? And, and what was that, you know, time like maybe 
not knowing or or then finding out, you know, hey, I'm I'm going to be the guy. What what does that mean? What was that uh, that experience like? Um, I wasn't, you know, I was really thinking about it going into the season. I was kind of just thinking I'm going to do my part to get ready and you know, I was going to handle my business. And if I was the guy, I was the guy. If I wasn't, I was going to be the best backup I could be and the best teammate I could be. So I wasn't really thinking about it. And, you know, you know, I obviously wanted to start, but if they determined he was the better guy to start, he, you know, he was the better guy. I was going to accept it. And I was going to do my part on the team. And, you know, I was excited just again, just to get to play football. You know, after all that time, I was thinking about next year, we got to get a ring and stuff like that. And then, you know, COVID happened and, I just was looking to play football rather than and just be with those guys instead of like trying to start and stuff like that. So it wasn't really on my mind at all. I was just excited for just an opportunity. And as you mentioned, a, uh, a different year last year, obviously. Uh, Wanakee was one of the schools that did move to that spring period. You know, thinking back to last year, maybe even around this time when some of those decisions and discussions were happening of, what are we going to have this year? What's it going to look like? You know, all of a sudden we're moving to the spring. What do you look back last year and, and take away from that time period, that uncertainty? What was that process like for you? Um, all of us kind of, we didn't know what was going to happen. We were hopeful that we were going to get a chance to play. We didn't know what the structure would look like. And we just, uh, as Coach Rice said, we grabbed our lunch pail and went to work. We just put our head down and kept grinding, looking, waiting for a chance to play. And then the spring, we finally got it. And, we did our, we just did the best we could. We gave it we all we had, you know, we didn't, we knew it was, you know, you got the six games, that was it. And we were just, uh, we just took it one week at a time, enjoyed every week as we could. I mean, we don't take anything for granted anymore. So we were just, at that point, we were just happy to be playing. And that's all it really came down to. Win and loss didn't really matter to us at that point. We just wanted to play, have everyone play and just have fun. We've talked to a lot of coaches and a lot of players over the last year or so about the challenges they faced, uh, you know, with everything going on and in the teams and uh, that had to be delayed and moved to the spring, especially. But what were some of the things that you took out of that that you used to improve your game, or were there any any ways that you know that delay that moved to the spring option benefited you and or the team? And, and allowed you guys to be successful as, as you so often are at Wanakee? Um, it, it just gave us time. And, you know, we still, we just kept working hard. And, you know, physically, we just took the chance to improve ourselves, mentally improve ourselves. And I, we just, all around, we all improved. And we just took it as time. And, you know, it was just an extra off season. And we just used it as such and got better. And, I mean, it really paid off for our team. I mean, we were definitely a different physically team in that spring season than we would have been in the fall. So, I, I benefited us as a team for sure, but again, we would wish we would have had a chance for a state title run, but you know, no one got it, so it is what it is. I had a chance to take in your last game of the spring season, uh, a great game against big rivals at DeForest. That was a heck of a ball game, one of the better games I saw last year. It, it didn't go great, though, in the first half for you. You mm -hmm. threw three interceptions in the first half. Uh, you guys, I, I I can't remember if you ended up coming back and taking a, a small lead uh, at halftime, but it wasn't a great first half performance after a year where you threw no interceptions during the mm -hmm. first five games. What was that like? And what did you do to, to kind of recalibrate, come back and you had a great second half and really pulled away from DeForest, but you know, first time maybe facing some, you know, some pretty significant challenges, at least last year, how, how did you turn it around in that game? Uh, it was just, you know, it was just one of those games where, you know, for the first half, you just, you don't have it. And, you know, I probably, you know, tried to live 
up to the moment and put too much pressure on myself and try to do things I wasn't capable of. And I just had to reel it back in, you know, with the support of the teammates, they just really were like, you're okay. You're good, man. And I was, and once they started saying that stuff, I was believing them. I'm like, yeah, we got this. And we just kept our head down. We just kept going at them. And, you know, fortunately we came out on the right side, right end of things. And it was just a great game. And it was a really fun game after all that time with no fans and such. There was a little bit of fans in the stands. There's a lot of energy in the game and it was, it was a fun game. I've asked a few people that said, and by the way, we're continuing our conversation with Quentin Keene, the quarterback heading into his senior year at Wanakee. Um, asked a, a few people this about last year. No playoffs, as you said, a, a shortened season, the schedule's adjusted. What do you take away from last year? How do you look at it? How do you recognize what you guys did and what you accomplished? Like, what what is your kind of takeaway from last year with it being so different, no playoffs, no, you know, a carrot at the end of the stick, if you will. Oh uh, yeah. We just, uh, I mean, we knew it was only gonna be a six game schedule and uh, we only put into playing six because of the spring sport overlap. But uh, you know, we just took it as what it was and it was six games and we just tried to take it one game at a time and win every game we could. And we went undefeated. So, I mean, you can't do much better than the opportunity we were given. So I would look at it as a for sure success. And it was, you know, it was a great season wouldn't change anything in it. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was one of my, it was one of my favorite eight week stretches of my entire life. It was just a lot of fun being with all those guys finally after all that time. And it was just awesome. That's the best way I can put it. Well, it has been a very challenging time for players like yourself that want to go on and play at the next level where for over a year, the NCAA had rules in place that prohibited campus visits uh, official visits, you know, game day visits, coaches from getting out and, and seeing a lot going on. What kind of challenges have you faced in that recruiting process over the last year plus as, as you've thought about and, and wanted to play at the next level? Um, you know, I, it just, it's, I would say it's hindered me the most and I just haven't gotten the, the amount of games. I think that was necessary. I've only started, I think eight games in my entire career and two years or year and a half. And, I think that's hindered me the most and just going to camps and trying to perform. I mean, I don't have the greatest athletic testing numbers in the world, but uh, once you put the pads on, I'm, I'm ready to be playing football. So, I mean, it's probably hurt me the most where you just, I don't even gotten the games in, but it is what it is. I'm not the only person in the situation, so I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Things opened up on June 1st. There were camps that were now available. Uh, talk us through kind of what your summer was like, where you went, what you did and, you know, a little bit of an update on your recruiting. The school showing the most interest, offers where you're at, things, uh, things like that. Um, I went to a couple camps. I went to UW, Northern Illinois. Uh, I was out at North Dakota State at the end of the month. Went to uh, North Central twice for one of their mega camps, and uh, Lindenwood as well. And you know, I've talked to mainly Augustana was a big one. I've talked to. I've talked to uh, North Dakota State, um, Bemidji State, and. Uh, couple other d2s and d3 schools but uh a few d1s as well but mainly just the division two and division three schools at the moment so uh we're working through it i'm just ready to get excited to play this high school season so i think that'll help my recruiting the most i imagine like like so many players every year but especially this year a lot of schools are saying hey we want to see you play you know your first three games that's always huge for kids, the first three games, but this year more so than ever. And especially for someone like you that has a, a, a somewhat limited opportunity to put stuff on film so far. Is that something you're hearing? Let's, you know, we want to see your first two, three games. 
Uh, not really. I, I think I, I've just been told that they just want to see me play more and, uh, they just want to see more of me and learn more about me. So I think we're just, uh, you know, some kids are a little further ahead right now than I am. And I'm just a little bit behind, which isn't a big deal. I mean, everyone moves at a different pace, so I'm not worried. I'm not dwelling on it. I'm just trying to control what I can control and just play the best I can. Well, Wanakee looking to have another strong season this year. You've got some really tan talented players coming back. Obviously, you're our second-ranked uh, quarterback in our senior rankings. Jack Dotzler, uh, an Iowa recruit, stepping up. Uh, Andrew Keller, really talented re uh, tight end on the outside for you. You know, what are what are your thoughts? What are the expectations at Wanakee heading into 2021? Um, as we always say, the standards the standard, and uh. I mean, every year we have our eyes on a state championship. I mean, why wouldn't you set the bar that high? You know, why set it lower than you can get? So we, uh, we're going to go for it. Obviously we're going to try to win a state championship as we do every year. So, I mean, that's the expectation. We're not really thinking about anything else. We're just taking it one game at a time and we're just ready to get excited to start practicing soon. Well, Quentin, we're looking forward to getting back out and seeing you guys uh, perform uh, got some big games coming up, obviously, a little bit of a redesign in the Badger Conference this year as well. So it's going to be an exciting season. It's going to be a lot of fun getting out and seeing uh, the Warriors and everybody this coming season. Uh, appreciate you taking some time. I know you're, you've got some things going on this week, getting ready for practices that start next week. So again, thanks for joining us on the WSN podcast. Quentin Keene, quarterback out of uh, Wanakee. Thanks again. Yep, for sure. Thanks for having me. I am continually impressed by the uh, the quality of the uh, players that come out of the state of Wisconsin, but not just on the football field, but just in general, in the the, the way they carry themselves and the way that they can articulate uh, what's going on. And two great examples there today on the WSN podcast, Max Grand from Ellsworth and Quentin Keene from Wanakee, giving us great insight into what they have been dealing with, what things have been like the last 18 months and in, in going farther even, and what they are looking forward to heading into this fall season. A great return to the WSN podcast. We will get back to a regular cadence every Wednesday on, uh, on the WSN podcast. New topics, new guests, new ideas, new thoughts, uh, in, in looking forward to getting back to a much more normal year of high school sports and, of course, high school football, the first one coming up. Practice begins next week. Hard to believe we're already there, but after a, uh, a crazy year and after a spring season that pushed into May, it, it has gone uh, pretty fast. These couple months of um, first the, the spring sports season and then you know pretty short summer, but we're back at it. And of course, you can check out all kinds of information on wisports.net right now. We recently completed our player ranking series. We will be beginning our conference previews coming up very soon. We will have our preseason watch list for our senior football awards. Uh, you can check out our preseason rankings as well. And then we get into the season, and it'll be our regular uh, content that will start once the, the games actually begin, our weekly previews, our team and player of the week features, coaches, polls, all kinds of goodies coming very soon as action gets underway. Again, practice next week. First games on the schedule, uh, August 19th or 20th, somewhere in that range. Looking forward to it. That'll do it for today, though. Uh, I am Travis Wilson, the general manager at wisports.net. This has been a wisports.net podcast. We'll see you at a game. <laughs>